a little birdie told me, Rewind 80s are back in Melbourne, Saturday the 19th of August 2023. Bird's Basement, 11 Singers Lane in Melbourne. All the 80s you can handle with cocktails. Book your tickets now at birdsbasement.com or for more information, rewind80sband.com. Get your tickets now before they fly away. <laughs> sugar-free today. Oh, were you? Had a violet crumble for breakfast oh. and it fucked me up. <laughs> oh, I bet it would have. Fucking fucked Fuck me you up. Hell. What a start to the day, My mate. My body has not stopped complaining <laughs> with a coffee. That'd kill me. Oh, I don't know why I did it. <laughs> sugar-free Wawane. Fucking sexy, mate. Sexy shit. Very exciting. A great loss to the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Recent Paul loss. Gray. Just, yeah. you know, I love a bit of Wawani, sugar-free. They were as funky as Australia got, I tell you what. I did actually see them at Billboards and they were with Pseudo Echo, oh, I remember. Oh, that would have been great. I, well, it was, but I was really like, because I was a Prince fan, mm. I saw Suits, or Pseudo, Pseudo were the headliner, mm. um, and I actually think I went with Vince to the gig. I actually think I did, Vince Lee. Oh, right. Yeah, this is got, This is why my life's so fucking mental. Anyway, they came on as a support and you had Steve on guitar, Steve Stevens kind of, oh, who's um, Billy Idol's guitarist? Steve, Steve Stevens. Yeah. Steve Stevens sort of guy. Yeah. And then Paul was exactly like Prince. Mm. I was besotted. I was like, oh, my God. This is crazy. You know, I yeah. was I wasn't sure what I thought to be honest with you. It was a bit of a shock. Yeah, yeah. But the music was amazing. It's almost like they're too much frustrating. Too or much frustrating. You know what I mean? That's right. And they did do solid gold. Yeah, right. Oh wow. They did do solid gold and that's when I knew and I think it was sugar free they did solid gold. Oh wow. But um very exciting band. And this is a time in Melbourne where we hadn't heard many dance bands. Yeah. I mean there were Suits yep. who were keyboards. Yep. I'm talking. But 
we were still very hard rock oriented. Our machinations were around. Yeah, that's right. But this episode is for Leith in Tasmania. Leith is our new Patreon and we let our Patreons do whatever they like. That's right. Especially um, suggest shows. Episodes, yeah. So this is another compilation. The compilation albums are charting. Going off. People are loving them. Like you guys are downloading the shit out of them and then we end up in the top 50 of iTunes. Because they were really special, the compilation albums, and – they they sort of they're very personal, you know what I mean. So very you might personal. albums sort of speak for themselves and everything, and they sort of you know they they really last, become canon and all of that. But compilation albums, they're personal. They're just for you. you know? They are, and they were Christmas presents. Exactly right. Under yeah, the tree. Exactly. So this was brought out by Liberation Records. So a lot of these artists would have been on Liberation. That's right. I know Banana Rama definitely were. Yep. December 21st, 1987. Good on you, Leith, in Tassie. She's coming to our Tassie gig, by the way, as well. Can't wait, Leith. Haven't done a commercial for Launceston. What a fucking loser. Anyway, we're in Launceston, guys. Why don't you guys. do one as good as um, Rundle <laughs> Rundle <laughs> That was our John Farnham episode last week. That's a good commercial. Mm-hmm. Probably cost me a lot of money to do something like that. <laughs> but, um... I have to do a commercial. I've completely forgot that. Uh, yeah. Sugar Free Y1E, great band. They had Stimulation before this. This is where Stimulation was the king of the dance floor. It, they crossed over into the clubs. That was the thing about Y1E. Yeah. Is that you didn't just go and see them live. You heard them in the nightclubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were very fucking head flick. Yeah, right. Um, very Morris Day in the time. Very, very Prince Morris Day of the time, absolutely. Yeah. So what do you think of Sugar Free? you into Sugar Free? Fuck yeah. I love it. 100%. Now, this isn't number one on the record, by the way. I've just picked the track we she really She picked a good to. opener. I did. Um, I think it's uh, track 15, so that would be side two, maybe track f- five or I don't know. I'd have to get the record out. I'll have to get the record out with all the tracks on it. Good song though. Um, I brought the album after this as well, which was incredible. But I'm really good friends with Mark Gray as well. Mm-hmm. That's another story. Yep. Mark Gray is a very good friend of mine who is um, the brother. And he, uh, he was in the band as well, yeah, yes. Yeah, he was bass yes. player. And he does bass player with – he's with uh, um, Joe Camilleri now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're always busy with Claude and – Yep. So you've got half the music industry or the music industry in Joe's band. Mm. I mean, he's the music industry anyway. But um, Sugar Free, Wawane, that was a good track. So we look at that with love. Uh, yeah, so you've got – have you got the order there of songs as I far do. as I do. Oh, I love the next one. Right. Now I've got that. Very exciting. This is the first song on the album, it isn't is it? It is the first song. Track number one on the album. This will bring back some memories. Here we go. Take 
Wow. Malankim, I fucking live for this song. Great song. We've explored this before in our episode with uh, Pete. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's right. Pete Mixmaster Hammond. Yeah. Yes. Now, this album is very Stock Aiken and Waterman, Mm. now that you've mentioned it. Yep. So I've got a little surprise for people. It's called. It's a new. Ep- it's a new segment called "I've Done Shit Too, You Dumb Cunt." Right. And it's about me. That'd be right. That's right. So we'll talk. Look at that later. But um, Mel and Kim, respectable. This reminds me of Countdown. Yes. There was a club in Caulfield that I used to go to underage. Fuck Ross Town, in somewhere Caulfield. near the in Caulfield, and they used to have Molly DJ and. I know there's people that used to go to this and Respectable was fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm at this age now where I'm just about to go to the big girls club. Yeah. But I'm still underage. Yeah. This is 87. Smash hits 87. So I'm going to underage and I can't remember the name of the club. I may remember it during the episode. And we would get up and do locking, like tang, 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 lock and shit. I couldn't lock the fucking front door, mate. <laughs> but I used to lock. And um, there was a lot of the countdown dancers there. They did a lot of good stuff for young kids. Yeah. It wasn't called a blue light. It was more cooler than that. Yeah, yeah, right. It was just like an underage disco where you had maybe Gavin Wood there or, you know, Molly would turn up. Yeah. And it was in Caulfield and for the fucking life it was called Casper's or. Oh, that rings a bell. Kramer's or. No, Kramer's was in the uh, northern suburbs. And I used to get my dad to drive me there and I'd go, see you, Dad, and I'd fucking run in in my fucking excited pants and just love it. Yeah. And you yeah. only knew one person. Yeah. But you ended up just dancing. No one really dances, do they, nah. anymore? Nah. You know? Nah. Not to impress. Not to impress, you know what I mean? No, they don't dance to impress. No. Now, speaking of dancing, I've been fucking, I don't want to get caught in this trap, watching bloody TikTok and the dumb cunts on that. There's this guy on TikTok I can't stop watching who can't dance for shit but fuck his heart's in it and I can't, I'm going to have to show you him. If I can find him during the episode, I'll see what you think. He's just really serious and he's – they all wear their fucking socks. What's with that? They don't wear shoes when they dance. They're all in their socks and trackies. And they just get- last night mum and I were in the venue and right. we looked down at the couple and they had their socks on, no shoes. It's a big thing at the moment. Because it's like they've walked down from – Wherever. Exactly. They're fucking ten. The fuck's with that? Yeah. The sock thing and the dancing thing on TikTok's really fucking in. I saw two girls on TikTok though the other day doing padam padam. Yeah. Stick it up my bum and I loved them. Hasn't that become a fucking phenomenon? Fuck. Amazing. We picked it first. We did. We said she was going to be huge. Yeah. But everyone knew that. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Fucking From the incredible. first play, I was like, oh, my, and I texted you and I texted my friend Danielle. <laughs> I was like, oh, have you fucking heard? Yeah. yeah. Have you listened to it much though? Yeah, every day. Really? Multiple See, times I'm a day. I'm scared to. Well, you don't want to get sick I of it. I don't want to get sick of it. <clears throat> no, I, I just have to. I'm like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like a little kid with music. Yeah. I just fucking play the shit yeah. out of it. I love it, don't get me wrong, and I love what she's doing. 
with it. Can't wait to hear the rest of the album. In Have you seen the dumb cunts from Spotlight doing the the bloody dance with the material and shit? Oh, what? Yeah, some Spotlight fucking <sighs> getting out the fucking red chul and oh, that'd be right. And poor Kylie's reacting like, oh, isn't that's, it amazing? She doesn't like that shit. That's why I can never get anyone to fucking serve me. When <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. So, um, respectable Mel and Kim. That was that. Those two could have been still around now. I really believe that she was unwell. Yeah, this is the thing. Right. They were sisters, Mel and Kim Appleby. Mm. Which one died? I think it Mel? was Kim. <clears throat> Can you Google it? Yeah. I think Mel's still alive. No. Yeah. She should have just got another. Mel, you know? Oh. How old? Mel. It was Mel. It was Mel. Mel that died. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was horrible because she we. She was 23. Yeah, 23 breast cancer, Fucking wasn't it? awful. Breast cancer. Yeah, wasn't it? terrible. We didn't know anything about cancer in those days either. We just didn't know what it was. We were too young. so young like yeah. that. Like fucking, it just wasn't a reality. It was no, such a shock. It was. And it, it, it. I remember at the time it just didn't seem real. Mm. It's like, nah, like that it can't that can't be right. That must be a rumor. You know what I mean? It was like one of those rumors about, you know, Fergal Sharky <clears throat> swallowing a whole bucket of cum. Remember that rumor? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> there was a rumor about Fergal Sharky at school swallowing a bucket no, of cum. And and it went he collapsed on stage and had to get rushed to the hospital and they pumped his stomach and he had a litre of cum in yeah, his stomach. Yeah, I didn't hear that bit. That I don't was, think it was that. That was the story. Yeah. Fergal Sharky. Of all people though. A litre of cum. That's a lot of cum. That's a lot of instalments if you know and what I, I mean. I don't think he was homo, was he? No, God, I hope not. When I hear him singing, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I don't think he was. I think the, I don't know why kids. I've are heard so that. Mean. I've heard that urban myth about several people, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the guy from um, Soft Cell. I've heard it about oh. Freddie Mercury. Oh, really? I've never yeah. heard that. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Any anyone gay? Well, they just try to make it as disgusting as possible. But, but we didn't care if anyone was gay then. No one gave a fuck. Yes, yeah, straight blokes were always fuckwits about that. They're what? always Queen. No uh, one went and saw Queen. Straight oh, blokes yeah, loved but then, him. Yeah, yeah. Nah, true. it was a different time. Nah, true. But like Fucking the village people were as gay as a whistle and fucking everyone got their records. No one gave I'm a fuck. I'm talking about blokes though. I'm talking about like straight dude. Oh, gay. Oh. Mm. You know, they're fucking obsessed with that shit. Yeah, no, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know if that gay. was a big thing. I don't think it was a big thing in the 80s. I think everyone was, you just had your own space, you know. Have we even mentioned the title of this album? Yeah, Smash, Smash Hits, Hits 87. 87. Yeah. Have we said it? Yep, we know. have. Good. So, <laughs> respectable Mel and Kim, the next track is, I've got the 12-inch of this track. Oh, yeah. I don't mind a bit of Sammy Fox. Yeah. So, what uh, What was this? This was um, side one? Yes, Track still. four. That's right. This is the 12-inch for you kids out there. Mm-hmm. 
actually love her voice. I think it's really good. Yeah. Uh, we used to do Touch Me in the early days with Rewind. Um, people used to get scared when we did Sammy Fox. Why? Because it's a big keyboard, fucking big production. And then you have to know how to sing like her and I this find is, her. That? Yeah, you have to be slutty. Yeah. And people said to me, oh, my God, you fucking really must love this song. And I said, yeah. I don't love it. But it does resonate with me. Yeah. But when I looked at this song the other night, I went, she has got a fucking great voice. Yeah. Now, my story about this kind of stuff is this was the year where I nearly got my first record contract. Mm. So I met a guy. So Kylie had the locomotion out, which we're going to, I think I put that in. Um, and I met a guy called Ian Sugarman who was just out to get a dollar. Just fucking – so he – somehow I got in touch with him through a photograph or something. He saw a photo of me and um, came down to Chase's and we took photos and stuff. He wanted to sign me and he had done a Stock Aiken and Waterman version of We Used to Love Me Tomorrow by Carol King. Now, not only an iconic track, really badly done, not Stock Aiken and Waterman. Yeah. My biggest fear as a kid when I was about 13, 14 when all this stuff was coming out was I was going to get a record deal with these guys. Yeah, right. I was petrified. I was like, oh, my God, imagine meeting Stock Aiken and Waterman, you know. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I was young yeah, and yeah. I didn't know where I wanted to sit, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so this song is produced by Mike Stock, Matt Aitken and Pete Waterman, Stock Aiken and Waterman. Pete Hammond, so Pete Hammond was the chair master of all this stuff and he used to write the songs with his crew and give these people the songs. Yeah. So I actually said no to this record contract. I said I'm not doing fucking Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, Stock Aiken and Waterman. Yeah. My friends love that fucking, that album, Tapestry, I think it was from. Yeah. I'm not going to embarrass myself, mm. right? Mm. So he fucking got rid of me and I went, yep, yeah, well, I'll have my photos in the video you made, you dumb cunt. See you later. We took photos at Chasers and everything <laughs> because I was working at Chasers but I wasn't going without my merch because I knew nothing was going to happen there. Yeah, right. You know when you're really young and you kind of go, nothing's going to happen there? Yeah. Because Stock Aiken and Waterman had a formula mm. and people were trying to emulate that in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And I was being coaxed into that shit. Yeah. Anyway, going on 30 years from now, I meet Pete Wilson who is a songwriter and an amazing artist and works with Pete Hammond, Pete Mixmaster Hammond, and he says to me, you got to do an album. you got to do an album. We'll get you the producers of Stock Aiken and Waterman and I've mm. gone, really? Oh, yeah. All right, no worries. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Anyway. When I listen to this record, I think, oh, my God, my music would be so good on this record. But yeah. it was just a bit before my time. Right. But there were a lot of people trying to take off this style at yeah, the time. Yeah. And it was 87. I was really getting serious about my career and this guy's offering me a muffin really. Yeah. You know, right. and I want a fucking year worth of muffins, not just a muffin. Like I don't want to go and release a song by a fucking well-known songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Carol King. Yeah. Who, believe and it or not. <coughs> you're doing the version just with some It fucking was like the locomotion, you know, and it, yeah. and I could tell it was even more cheesy. So anyway, 
got flashback to me every like the things you wish for yeah. sometimes or can come true. Yeah. You know. So I ended up working with Pete Hammond, Mixmaster Hammond, who did this track. And I just wanted to let people know that on this show, we've not only lived the 80s, we've actually been in the industry and we've done shit. Mm. And this is the difference. There might be other bands you go and see and they're fucking rock stars and they're wigs, but you actually, look, you've done originals for fucking years. Yeah. I've done originals. This song of mine went number one commercially and knocked off the Finland Idol for the year. Oh, wow. So it wasn't just a dance, it was the fucking Ari yeah, charts. Yeah, yeah. And I think I made fucking 500 bucks or something. But I just wanted to let people know. So this is, um, well, it's under Sammy Paul, so you can have a look. Now, it's 24 hours, which is funny as well because it sort of sounds a bit like the Miley sub- subject as well, which is hilarious because it was about <laughs> 10 years ago. But um, here we go. So if you guys like this type of music, buy this one. That's awesome, babe. Cute. But what I'm trying to say is my biggest fear actually happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I've gone from the fucking phony mm. at 18 that thinks he's going to make me a fucking rock star. Yeah, 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 To yeah. the real deal. Yeah. And this one did really well in the charts, One went number one in Europe. So I just thought I'd give you that comparison because um, – this was a big movement, the whole Stock Aiken and Waterman movement. Huge. You know, and I remember thinking. What's it oh, called? New energy? High energy? High energy. It's just, oh God, they had their own label, which was, yeah, it's high energy. Yeah, mm. that's right. So, and a lot of other artists. So this album is is a lot of that. So talking about the song we were just talking about before, The Locomotion by Kylie, we'll give that a whirl because this was her opening, really. She did a good job. She did oh, a good yeah. job. Oh, yeah. And and you know what? When she did it and it went to the charts, mm. everyone tried to rip it off and that was my point. Yeah. Everyone tried to rip it off because yeah. they thought it was this formula yeah. that everyone could do. Do an old song and just put like That's a dance right. beat behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So there was no fucking creative, nah. in, you know, intuition at all. Yeah. 
it was, well, if Kylie is off Neighbours and we can just do – and I got caught up in that and that's the thing with the industry is that I said no to it. I said, no, I'm not doing a Carol King song. This is yeah. sacrilege. Yeah. And I remember Vince Lee, I was hanging out with him at the time and he said, Sammy, it's off tapestry. I don't think you should do it. And Vince would always say to me, don't ever sign things. Don't ever sign anything, you know. Yeah. So we're going to play the locomotion. I'm not sure if this is – the Aussie version or the English version? Because I know there's two. You guys can write in and let us know. Here we go. All the locomotion, the locomotion. We go. That's the English version. Kyle's. Mm. Mm. Now, incredible career. Yeah. This woman has had. Yeah. Biggest thing at the moment. Yeah. Yep. How many? Well, hang on. There's a couple that are still around. Uh, still doing stuff, you know. And I think the locomotion was a little bit. It worked. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, she did. She she sang it well. Like gotcha. you, you know, she she got. I mean, she got sort of picked out or pulled into the music industry because she sang this well. She did it at like a telethon footy, or something. Footy club, footy, footy, yeah. footy club, or yeah. fucking whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, and it was like, fuck you, you do that really well, you know. Yeah. She, yeah, and um, yeah, so they recorded it, and fucking the rest is history. Yeah, that's right. So they used an Australian band. I know Claude was in it. Claude Carranza was playing guitar on the Aussie version and a few other people. They did it in the studio and then I think we've done a we've done a Kylie episode, haven't we? Or have we done a Stock Aiken and Waterman? Stock Aiken and Waterman. All right. So Stock Aiken and Waterman episode's fantastic. We interview Pete, Mixmaster Hammond mm. um, on one version that was part one, I think. Yes. Part two was Hazel Dean. Yeah. You really get some insight of the industry and stuff like that. Yeah. These guys were very talented. Mm. Now it was it looked a bit sugar-coated, but there was a lot of talent behind this. Yeah. And especially with Pete Waterman. Yeah. Because he knew what the kids wanted. Mm. No one put a drag queen up there, drag queen, cream, like Divine, up there and thought, this'll work. The kids will love it. <laughs> This is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Divine was fucking incredible. Yeah. Did movies. Mm. No one gave a fuck. Yeah. 
No, everyone just loved the music. Yeah, that's right. Now we're going to be, oh, fucking don't call them, you know, you've got to be so fucking socially. Yeah, yeah. You know? I was watching an argument about, I'm not going to bring up this cunt again, Sam Smith, Um, a little guy going, call him they, call him they. And it was Pierce fucking what's his name. He's as dumb as dog shit as well. Pierce Morgan or Yeah, Pierce Morgan going, Mm. I'm not going to call him they. And it's like. Okay, so you don't want you don't want any rules put against you, yet you want to create rules to fucking what's yeah. going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very young, and then this other guy was gay, being like he he was fucking one of the first gays to come out yeah. in the world. Yeah, you know what if if that is anything, but mm. everything. They were talking about Sammy Smith and the way he's dry, he's drum blah, blah, blah. and and this guy's like, mate, David Bowie did. All this shit way before Sam Smith. Oh my God. But there are little people that think they've got an argument there, but it's just Facebook fucking shit. Yeah. It's the voice of the dickhead. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it really is. And I couldn't believe this little kid that was, I don't know, 21, Mm. arguing with this guy that would have been through so much more coming out of the closet than this little cunt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it was really interesting to watch. The realities of all three people. I don't think we're going to ever meet in the middle. I don't know. I don't know where this ideology is going to go. It's not going anywhere. I I know from I don't know, just living life and reading and stuff that there have been, I guess, um, sexual ideologies that sort of came out in the sixties that they were trying to push in the seventies and. Um, certain sort of cultural movements in those times that they were going to push. I don't know if this will last or if it will just sort of turn its cycle and then it, it will, you know, it will not be sort of trendy anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it will just move, we will move past this. I don't, I look, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it's just the 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 debate seems ludicrous. Ludicrous. Yeah. It really does. It's really crazy. No one's able to agree. No. And and the ideology itself, it's just Oh god, I was but, watching a mm. I was watching a fucking um what was it? It was a convention. It was like a kind of um left politics, like a woke politics convention. And it just fucking descended into chaos. Yeah, of course. Because they couldn't talk to each other. And every time they'd try to correct Mm. themselves and try to – somebody else would arc up with their issues – you know, they'd go, guys, guys, settle down. Oh, oh, my God, can you stop using generic sort of – generic sexual terms like guys? We're not all guys and – and it was yeah. just absolutely ridiculous. We've got to be able to talk to each other. Well, you know, the people that are hardcore, most of my friends in Melbourne have been fucking hell through the wind, you know. They've mm. been in clubs for years. And yeah. this stuff, the sexuality stuff has always been an issue but yeah. we always didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And divine is my the way I look at it because yeah. as a kid mm. I just thought this is great. Yeah. 
and Dame Edna Everidge. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I found people brave, like David Bowie I thought was brave because, yeah, he fucked Iggy Pop, whatever, right? Mm. Good on him. Yeah. If you're willing to give that a go, fucking why not? Yeah. You're braver than anyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No one ever questioned David. They just went there. Like we're making all this up, this stuff up in the in the air. Yeah. Like it's not and I'm sure if David Bowie was around, I would fucking love his arguments. Yeah. Could you imagine? I would I would love as he's a sort of pioneer for this whole sort of thought of being, this whole sort of state of being. Yeah. I would have loved to have heard what he thought about it all. Exactly. You know, the the pronouns and, and kind oh. of because it's sort of God, I I'm so unresolved. I desperately want to be supportive of the the um, queer community, of the LGBTQ community, but I can't defy logic. So it gets to a point where it's just like, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, and you know what? The people in the community don't mm. give a fuck about no, it. No, they don't. They're just living their They're lives. They're like, we don't need fucking labels. Yeah. We tried to run from labels. I've got to say, I've got to say you, you, within my lifetime, mm. before the acronym LGBTQ, we were just, it was queer and alternative. That's what it was in the 80s. Exactly. That's what it was in the 90s. I can't even pronounce it, babe. Yeah. So. Yeah. I could not tell you how that fucking pronounces. Well, it's the word, for a start, it's like fucking gay, gays are meant to be trendsetters, innovators. Yeah. LGBTQ is the worst piece of fucking marketing, like branding. Yeah, yeah that's branding. Branding, mm. it's, come on, we can do better than that fucking, can't we? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, anyway. well, look, and this is the why we talk about it because – I think the 80s was a very different time where you could go to nightclubs dressed as whatever you wish mm. and you were embraced. Yeah. You know. Because people appreciated the creativity over exactly. anything else. They it was creative. And care about the yeah. other shit. Now it's like the creativity takes a backseat to all the fucking politics. Mm. It's like no one finds it interesting. No. It's self-indulgent shit. It is, it is. So we hope you're enjoying the show tonight. <laughs> um, the locomotion, Kylie Minogue, girl's still a legend. Complete different sort of um, change attack though, the next song. Yeah. Now I said to you before, if this was a school kid in the school ground, it would be bashed mm. on this record. Oh. Very different. Yep. Very different. But I don't mind it. I don't mind it and sign that. Um, here we go, The Angels.
Coming to your area of planet Earth, Saturday, July the 8th, 2023. The Morwell Italian Australian Sporting Club for one night only. Buy your tickets now. Phone 03 5134 3541. It's going to be a ripper. For any other information, get onto rewind80sband.com and we'll see you very soon, Gippsland. Woo! That's right. Be there soon, Gippsland. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Now getting back to we got to get out of this place. Originally by the Animals in 1965, this version by the Angels in 1986. I love it. Good vocal by Doc Neeson. Oh, incredible. Mm. The guy was incredible. Yeah. But very different for this record, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. God but, stuck out like a But sore you know, thumb. exactly. I mean, but that's okay because what Leith said is she put in a song for you yep. and for me. Oh. So the next song is for you. Oh, yeah. But yes. before we go to that, um, I really like this cover. I think it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, God. We got to get out of this place. At, at the, you know, kids, at the, I, at the time, I thought this was – an angel song. That's I didn't right. It was, it was, I it, fucking did too. It was so committed. Absolutely. It was very committed. That's a great word for it. Mm. You know, um, great track and really good keyboards. Did well number seven in Australia? Yeah, no, it did. Mm-hmm. It, it did. It yeah. was um, an incredible cover. And another artist we won't, you know, died yeah. a long time ago now, but. We're starting to lose a lot of them, you know. Like we were saying that about our set list the other day. Like fucking who's alive still? We, our, My band 10,000 supported them at Hard Rock Cafe in Sydney. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, with Doc fronting them. Mm. Mm, and, uh, you know, that that's obviously within the last um, 10, 12 years or so. Mm. Um, not 10 years but 12 years. Um and, yeah, God, he looked awful. Yeah, he would have been sick. Towards the end he was very sick. Still, still rocked. Oh, fuck yeah. Still rocked out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, and um, it's incredible the people you meet, you know, when you're doing your own gigs. Yeah. Especially when you're in an original band and and stuff. You meet a lot of good people. Yeah. And that was a Doc was a wild f- night. Oh, was it? Um. Care to elaborate? Uh, <laughs> Undies I? on the fucking. For, for some reason, our gigs in Sydney were always fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know what it was, 
the boys didn't know Sydney very well. Right. And it was like fucking, it was like letting the kids out at fucking playtime. Luna Park or something. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And at that, like in this period as well, this is sort of pre, pre-lockdown laws um, in Sydney which completely killed the um, oh, of the night scene yeah. and then fucking COVID came and put the final nails in the coffin. Mm. Um, but, yeah, before that, like Sydney was pumping. Yeah, it was amazing. Fucking pumping. Um, what what years did I do 10,000? It was sort of basically 2010 to 2020 or something like that. It was a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Have you seen the show yet about King's Cross? Oh, no, I haven't oh, yet. God. I keep seeing it pop up and I'm like, so oh, great. my God. What? Have you seen? Town Lake Malice. It's called The Idol. No. The Weeknd wrote it. And really? The Weeknd wrote it and he's written all the music for it. He's one of the producers and he acts in it. And it's got. Oh, ju- I've seen <laughs> something yeah. about this. It's on, I don't know, it's on Foxtel. Right, good. I've got Foxtel. Oh, you do? I've had it for Watch fucking it. 25 years. Yeah, you're a big Foxtel person. Yeah, I'm a big Foxy person. There's I had two Foxtel and it was red. episodes out. I really want to see what, I really want to see what you think of it. And it's called The Idol. Yeah. What's yeah. it about? A music um, star or it's something. It's sort of, yeah, a music star and it's sort of like she's like Britney but it's now. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. She's I sort love of, it. And it's Johnny Depp's daughter. Johnny, oh, Johnny, lovely. Johnny, uh, Lily Rose. Rose um, Lily Rose, yeah. Yeah, Lily Rose Depp or whatever it is. Um, Johnny Depp and Vanessa Paradis. Uh, and she looks like her mother. She's got her father's eyes. She looks like a mother other, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Oh, yeah. Um, Both hot. She does well. She does really fucking well. Plays this sort of, you know, unhinged, quite unhinged pop star. Um, Sort of like Britney in that way. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, that what, what I think they've done is looked at Britney now. Like her very right. sort of, it's like, wow, she's not quite, what's going on? You know, like all her social media stuff where it's like, what she fuck is she doing? You know, like what is this? And they're, rather than making it her past, her prime, they're making her like current and hot and she's having this kind of. Meltdown. Yeah, yeah, because her mother's just died and oh. she's like trying to make her. She's coming back with another album, like after after mm. her mother's died. Um, she's got this team of sort of sycophants around her, really good supporting cast, mm. fucking amazing supporting cast. Mm. You got to check it out. I you will. Gotta check I will out tonight. Who. I think you I will check tonight. Out who. And then and then the weekend comes into it, and he, is he acting in it as well? Yeah, and he he's sort a of very special dude. He sort something's of really good about him. Grounds her. Oh, and he's um, rumoured to be producing Madonna's next album. Fucking hallelujah. They just did a duet. God, I hope he is. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Is that where she's getting the face surgery from, the same car? Oh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Fucking terrible. Why are the cheeks all fucked up? I don't don't know. Very weekend. Well, I mean, he did that poking fun at that, at, at sort of, pop stars getting big and then all of a sudden they've got a different face. You know what I mean? So is it real though or does it come down after a while? 
He never got that. That's not real. Oh, so that's just. Yeah. He's had his teeth done because he had like big yeah, fucking. Yeah, so how does he look different though? How does he look so puffy? Oh, he he put on weight. Ah. Yeah, he he just put on weight. He put on weight for. Um, I fucking hope he's going to produce an album for her. Yeah, yeah. Because he would be exactly what she needs. It's you, I, you just got to watch this. You just I really want to see what you think of it. Yeah, I, I will. Was, I'll watch it. The, um, apparently, apparently the critics have smashed it. What? They've just like fucking said it's bullshit. It's it's had the biggest fucking opening, like, you know, the biggest fucking opening two episodes for I think, oh, who did it? HBO. I think it's oh, yeah. HBO. Yeah. They compared it to two other big shows and I was like, you're fucking kidding. It was bigger than them. Wow. Um, but it talks a lot about media manipulation within the show. Yeah, right. Um, and I don't know if the the buzz saying that it's shit, it's too sexy, it's like soft porn and like all of this is to just simply plant it in the media to draw yeah. more attention, yeah, attention yeah, to yeah, the right. show. Some, yeah, 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 totally. Like the show itself made me think differently about. But isn't that the weekend though to do shit like that? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. He totally takes things and goes reverse psychology. Hundred percent. He's very clever like that. And you, the character that he plays is like really quite fucked. Yeah, right. Like it's really, really sort of controversial and controlling. Like he has a sort of harem and he's trying to pull this girl into it but he's he's freeing her in a way like it's it's really far okay. like psychological like- it's it, i can't wait All to right. see how it pans out yeah 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 really interesting so there's only two episodes up at the moment so far yeah i will see foxtel are in my good books again because they've got a 24 hours of sex in the city fucking channel there we go like i'm just sitting there going What's on TV? <laughs> and Maddie goes, you've watched this shit fucking for 25 years, haven't you? And I'm like, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I've even answered like Mr Big, absolutely. <laughs> right? Awesome. Um, and I'm excited to see the new Sex and the City because Aiden comes back. Oh, yeah. What's it called? And all of a sudden or something. Yeah, well, you know what? That's what I've noticed that she says all the way through Sex and the City is the new name of the show. Oh, is that right? Well, yeah, that's yeah, because that's right. But I never I never sort of knew that yeah. until I thought, why the fuck have they called it that? Yeah. I can't even remember it. Yeah. She says it all the time in the mm. old so – they've just taken away. Very clever. Oh, yeah. So And Sam's back but like she'll just be fucking on a vibrator on the airport or something. Who? Sammy's coming back. Is she? Yeah. Oh. She does a, cam- a, a little, I don't know, cameo. Yeah. Imagine how much that bitch would have cost. Yeah. Everyone's like, she's the best thing on the show. Yeah, but who fucking cares? If they don't get along, she's not the fucking best Oh, you mean Kim Cattrall? Kim Cattrall's back in. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, did you not know? Oh, my God. But I don't think it's a big part. Ah. She'll do an appearance for fucking Yeah, she will. It'll be over video or something. Yeah. Yeah, she would have charged them fucking millions. Yeah. And I'm not into that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just 
I think Jessica and Charlotte were the funniest. I mean, the three of them are incredible. Yeah, you know. yeah. But yeah, oh God, sorry guys, we've gone off the fucking rigmarole a bit, but this is why you love the show. Smash hits, 87. Smash hits, 87, Liberation Records. Oh, so a song for me now, Oh, apparently. this is a, yes, Leaf has given you this song. Um, God, you're gorgeous, Leafy. We can't wait to see you in Tassie. We really want to meet you. We will catch up with you um, because I think, if you've already bought your ticket, you're a legend. It's six weeks away, mm. which is awesome. Bring your friends, bring your family, bring everyone you want to bring to the Launceston Theatre, Princess Theatre. Now, this is for you, babe, Banana Rama. You know me well, Leith. Yes. Um, yeah, great. This was huge from the Wow album, which came out in 87. Um, and this is the – they were massive. They were. This is the album, you know, this is the era where Siobhan left That's well. right. Um, she left sort of halfway through. She left before what single – and then Jackie came in and re-recorded it for the single version. Could have been like, I want you back or something. Maybe. Oh, I'm not a huge Jackie fan. Oh, no. No. I know what the fuck they were thinking. That was like getting someone from a soap opera. I know what whose idea that was. No. Nothing sexual about it. It just didn't. She but people didn't would argue if they were Banana Rama fans, they would argue, would they? What? What I don't know who? What do people think about fucking ugly in this band? I think. I think they're sort of now very loyal to the duo. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, so like, ultimately, you want that original trio, but because that's not going to happen, it's mm. like yeah. And, and I th- mm. think that was the downfall for me with yeah. this track. I was like, oh, there's no Siobhan. Siobhan was. That shit fucking nuts. Crazy. But fuck, she was hot. In the best possible way. And sort of by the end of 88, she was out with Shakespeare's sister and that That's was right. fucking huge. That was huge. And it was like 
It's almost like Siobhan predicted the change in music that was happening in these last couple of years in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, that's right. As it tilted into um, grunge and garage, Mm. you know, because um, Shakespeare's sister did, it was very much a sort of 90s sound. Mm. I can't, you know, they, they were doing like, your history and stuff like yeah. that in 88. So by the time they were doing Stay and everything, that was very much 90s sound and vibe and, and look and like everything. Them. Oh, yeah. Like Maddie loves yeah. Stay. Oh, yeah. Like fuck. he'll still watch it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking go, this incredible. this is fucking incredible. And Siobhan yeah. looks to die for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah oh, she's she's still – she's fucking it's, – that's a great act. It's a really but great But the thing act. is when we saw the three of them together not long ago, Siobhan, Sarah and Karen, mm. none of them have aged. No, they look great. They do look really like, good. For, I don't know. For fucking like party girls. Fuck, they look exactly. fucking amazing. I don't All think it's them. the partying that actually fucks you up. Mm. I think it's letting people get to you that fucks you up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're partying, you're not worrying about yeah. shit. You know? Look, apparently they, they, you know, she came back to Siobhan when she came back re- recently, she came back to do that string of shows. Yep. She did the string of shows. Yep. And then that was it. Yeah. I think everyone just thought because she was back, she was back for good. Oh, no. Um, she wasn't I don't think be it back. was ever going to be like that, you know, no. because she sort of she did come back and do Bananarama, and then sort of after that, she was like, "Oh, that was, and she was that felt really nice." Yeah, that. and they they all got on like, yeah. like a house on fire. And that's something that you can do if you're open to it, even though you've had a fallout. Mm. You can go back to the old relationships and have a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You that's kind of right. know on some level it's only going to last a little while. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It just right. depends on the soul connection and you're, I don't think Siobhan was soul. You're also reminded of all the reasons why you let – like even yeah. though you sort of you, – you enjoy the nostalgia, uh, you are also reminded of why you left yeah. initially, you know. Did I send you the new Wham doco that's coming out? Oh, you did, yes. Okay, so they've interviewed yet. Shirley Kemp mm. and Andrew Ridgely. Yeah, right. New Wham doco. It's going to be fucking amazing. Oh, awesome. Can't wait. Um, do good docos. Oh, they do great docos. Netflix. Yeah, that's right. They do. They do. So mm. that'll be interesting. Keep an eye out for that. I think it's coming out soon. I think that's where people are making a lot more money now because we want to hear the history of what happened. Yeah. Like the Pamela Anderson thing is fantastic. But no one knew any of that shit, you know what I mean? Like, no. Unless you There's were There's an Anna Nicole one as well. Right. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah, Because I it find is. her an interesting character. Is yeah. it out now? Yep. Oh, wow. I've yeah, got watch so much it. To- I've been watching fucking Five Bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking Aussie slapper. Yeah. I just sit there and go, oh, God, the mother's dead. But um, I just, um, I love Five Bedrooms. Yeah. I love watching Kate Jenko because, mm. you know, she's a fucking... She's a champion, that yeah, chick. Yeah, she's fucking. She's, awesome. she's comedic almost in this show. Well, she was in um, the Big Bite. She was in that sort of skit oh, show, the Big Bite. Okay, that was her first sort of yeah, foray into with, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, she is. She's a funny chick. She's, she's awesome. so good. Mm. All right, so that was I Heard a Rumor by Banana Rama. We've just bagged the fuck out of what's her name. Now it looks like we're going to do something that we haven't done for we a while. We haven't. For a long time. It's a one dick wonder. Nice one, dick. Nice one, dick. 
A one dick wonder. We called it one dick wonder in the early days we did the podcast. Because <laughs> years ago now, years ago when we were young tuckers, um, I don't know why we called it a one dick wonder. Because we didn't want to call it a one-hit wonder. We wanted to be sexual about it. Yes. So this is definitely a one-dick wonder now. Fucking funny song. I remember dancing. Actually, I remember walking off the dance floor to this shit. I wasn't into this sound. Yeah. Right? Um, Now, this is also on Smash Hits 87. It's called, it's by Michael Bow. Is that how we say it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. His bows were full. Here we go. Uno, duet, uno, duet, uno, duet, tres, cuatro. Never ever heard that in my life. Are you fucking loving nah. dick lotion? Nah, never heard that in my life. Where the fuck have you been? I just don't know. You honestly haven't heard this? Nah. Well, I call it love and dick lotion because all he does is pull his dick. Love and dick lotion. Love and dick lotion. It's very banging. Yeah, it is. He's very. In my bedroom, pulling my cock for the whole day. Love and dick lotion. Big gay anthem, babe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's all right because it was fucking way before your time. Well, no, you would have been, what, 14? 
But it's music. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? It's I not think going it was anywhere. big in Melbourne. It just, yeah, it probably was. I don't know if Queensland would have got the dick lotion. Nah. But um, one hit wonder, Michael Bow. Bow? Mm. Michael Bow? Michael Bow. I wasn't say. a fan, I must say. Yeah. Bit too fucking chaotic for me. Very fast. Very fast. Mm. Euro disco. Um, and a lot of people love this track. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, very. Ding, 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 it was the answer to Male Stripper. Yeah. They think they're going to win with the synth bass every time, don't they? Yeah, look, it, I don't think it was as good as Male Stripper, but it was sort of it's, a It's a poor man's song. dead or alive by the sound of it. Yeah. You well, know? people loved it because it was – and there was um, – Another song that they used to play the DJs, living on a G-string. Living on the G-string. Yeah, living on a G-string. What the fuck was that one? They used to play Male Stripper, Love and Devotion and... Living on a G-string. Living on a G-string. What the... F- I'm going to Google the fucking lyrics. <laughs> That's, that, it's not living on the G-string but... Living put, on a shoestring. No, it wasn't. Travelling on a shoestring. No. Oh, was that male stripper? Living on a drew string, made my living. You guys are screaming. Suck my balls. It was a bit suck my balls for sure. Suck my fucking balls. Oh, it was Euro, but they the DJs would play these three together. Maybe there was only two. Fuck, I don't know. And uh, we'd lock and do all that shit. Yeah. But... Ding, 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 you ding, really ding. worked out if your boyfriend was gay or straight during this track. <laughs> if you had the hots. Because I always the loved test. gay men. Always chased gay men. Yeah. I thought there was a chance. Yeah. And hey, there was a couple of times. Yes. It actually went there. That's right. But you're new. Yeah. This track came on and you'd be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't put all that time and energy into uh, them. Makes sense. You'd mm. say to yourself under your breath. One dick, one to love and so you have. Oh my god, there you go. You're a love and dick lotion, fucking virgin. There we go. Love and dick lotion. Fantastic. What do we say to our one dick wonder? Nice, nice one, one dick. Good track. It's been a while. Leith's put this track in for us. Of course she has, because she's a legend. Um. Now, I'm going to read out some dates while we're here because you know how I'm. Look, I'll read out the pseudo-dates because Funky Town was on this album. So we would have done Sydney. That was amazing. 800 people in Sydney. Wow. Yeah. That's what my estimate, my estimate is. Fuck yeah. Um, Pseudo Echo. So for those of you that don't know, I am backing vocals for Pseudo Echo. The gigs we need you to come to, kids. And it's a fucking great show. I'm not just saying that. It is a great show. Um, the next oh, – the one I really want you to come to is the West Gippsland Arts Centre in Warrigal, the 5th of August. But before that, on the Friday, the 4th of August, the Wenduri Centre of Performing Arts in Ballarat. So Ballarat. Adelaide, you're getting a go on the 25th of August at the Gov. That's a good venue. Have you done the Gov? No. It's really good. Where? Where? Beautiful food. The Gov in Adelaide. Oh. It's like a big old warehouse maze of just art and then you go into the venue and. I don't know it. Yeah, it's really lovely. Mm. Really good. Uh, Friday 1st of September, the Golden Valley Arts Centre. 
And Canberra, the 2nd of September. So if you live in Canberra, come to the Playhouse Theatre. That's that's going really well. Bendigo, Capital Theatre. We've done the Capital Theatre. We will back – Rewind Daddies will also be back at the Capital Theatre next year as well. Oh, lovely. There's a couple of dates. Let's play this, this track. This would have been exciting for people to have in the Christmas list as well. Here we go. Song, mate. God, I love it. I'm just gonna let people know New Zealand, get ready. Not gonna fucking tell you, but pseudo may be coming. No, not maybe. We are not gonna tell you why with that. Okay. Um, now, what we didn't do is after Michael Love and Dick Lotion, devotion, was the Bengals walk like a fucking Egyptian. Hated it. Oh, yeah. Shut up, bitch. Yeah. Noise works, take me back. Great track. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that today. Wow. My way Why to was work. that? Well, really? What led me to it? I think just uh, I was playing a lot of John Farnham and just a couple of Aussie tracks and I love my drives to work in the morning. Yeah. Um, How long is your drive to work? Half an hour. Oh, that's a good drive. Yeah. That's smash, good. Smash a few tracks. Yep. And it was like Take Me Back. That was the last one as I was coming in. You used work. to sing that. Yeah. That's right. Then we had... Pseudo Echo Funky Town, side B, number five. Number six was Dave Dobbins and the Herbs, Mm -hmm. Slice of Heaven. Good track, Slice of Heaven. We should do that, I swear to God. Yeah, we should. Mm Maddie wants to do it. Um, Yeah, there's so many songs we want to do, especially with Bird's Basement. I really want to do some nice. Yeah. Fucking cool songs stuff. about prostitutes. You know what I'd love to do is mm. um, Ship of Fools by Oh, yeah. Is that World 80s? Party. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Fuck, I could have sworn that was the 90s. Mm. Ship of Fools is a big fucking hit, babe. We do that really and well. It's, it's that sort of loungy kind of vibe. Yeah, you no. Know? I remember them coming out and doing the Continental mm. in uh, Chapel's, uh, sorry, Greville Street. Oh, yeah, Huge. yeah. Huge. Yeah. 
Very renowned musicians. Yeah. Those. Mm. Then uh, Y1E was album or track number seven, side B, Sugar Free, which we played at the start. Now we had old Angry Anderson. Suddenly. Why was it big? Because of fucking Angry Anderson. Mm. I can't. He's all right. Wish I could. I just. I think he's got better songs, to be honest with you. Yeah. But it was Neighbours, you know. Neighbours was the big thing. Yeah. This was a very mixed up year where we had Kylie start her career. She got married to fucking Jason. Mm. Da-da-da-da. Angry Anderson comes in and he's like suddenly the song's huge and mm. amazing. But the next song we're going to play, this list might be a bit wrong. No, well, th- this uh, next song was actually like a bonus track oh, on the CD. Okay. So to push the CD. Thank God, I thought I was going nuts. Yeah, no, to push the CD, they put this bonus track on and this right. was the bonus track. I'm glad you know a- this. As an incentive to sell CDs, you know, because that was the new medium. Yeah, now I personally love this mm. band. Yeah, yeah. But again, Stock Aiken and Waterman. Yeah. That's so right. this was really their year aside from other, another couple of other acts. Oh, yeah. You know? A hundred percent. Yep. Which is interesting. So let's play this one. We're not going to tell you what it is. We're going to surprise you. Gave a fuck about. They loved him. Yeah. Now this song reminds me of my late friend Joshua Rhodes, who oh, loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's now we've lost him, but just reminds me so much of him. We went to the Scissor Sisters concert together, Josh and I. Mm. I don't know how that happened. Maybe I was with my ex boyfriend that told me I suck in pseudo echo. I think I was. Yeah. So that's a long story anyway. I'm not going to bag the fuck out of him because, he, you know, you suck someone's dick, you think they'd have more respect. But no, not really. <laughs> anyway, um, brand new lover. So we go to the Scissor Sisters and we're up the front and he's got Josh's blood all down his face with a, I think it was a car door or something on his head. Just turned up like that. Yeah, hi. Hi. And they picked him out. Oh, and I'm great. dressed as me. Like I'm f- – I can't be bothered. Yeah. But we're best of friends. Yeah. The chick from the Scissor Sisters, what's her name? 
Oh. Matriot, um, oh, I can't remember, but she's amazing. Yeah. Says to Josh, and who have you come as? And he went, a car crash victim. Oh. And they <laughs> fucking loved it. And I thought it was brilliant. And I thought to myself then and there, I'm never going to meet people like this again. No, that's it. I'm never going to meet people like this again. Yeah, yeah. Because. Animatronic. Animatronic. She fucking loved it because we used to go dressed up to concerts and especially the Scissor Sisters because they were so out there. Yeah. And I think it was at the the Prince of Wales. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. And um, everyone else was just so boring. So we just hung out and drank and, and um, yeah, they picked him out. It just reminds me of Josh a bit. Dead or alive because he loved Pete Burns. Speaking of Scissor Sisters, mm. I saw Jake Shears doing yeah. an interview the other day. He looks fucking amazing. Oh, he's gorgeous. But like fucking has not ass. lost his looks. No. Well, it hasn't been that long. Um, he was a baby in Scissor Sisters. You can tell by the way he dances. That's He's 20 so in- years oh, since is it they were really? big. Yeah. See, that seems like it's only about yeah. 10. Um, the, the kind of the big album was 2004. Yeah. 2004. I'll have to find that interview of me when we were in the puppets when oh, yeah. um, who rang us? Some radio station. Yeah. They used to compare and us said, to Well, no one rang me but I was told by the manager or whatever the fuck he was to go and speak to the radio station. And they went, oh, my God, you're amazing. you like the Scissor Sisters. And, yeah, that's And right. then we kind of thought, really? Yeah, that's right. We're a fucking right. cover band. I remember that. But there was so much excitement around that band at that yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. If you ever went to the spot. The spot. Only with our lineup, though. Yeah. Never happened. Yeah. You cunts might think it might have, but it fucking didn't. <laughs> and you're still trying to cut fucking compete. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. Uh, right? So I remember, and you used to buy me the Sissy Sisters for my birthday. Yeah, that's right. Because I fucking love them. I love the Elton John sound and. Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. And then um, Comfortably Numb is fucking insane. They did a great version of insane. that. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So we're big fans of that. Yeah, no, so going on to – have you heard the new album? No, I haven't. It's not – it's really good. They all look great. I'm just looking at photos of them. They all look fantastic. Well, they're pretty stylish. Yeah, yeah. And they've been in the industry for a long time. Mm. But, yeah, no, Jake's gone out on his own. Um, He's sort of wearing the shorts now. He's not doing the overall kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I think I've got him on Facebook. I have been watching his promo, but I think he's more surprised than anything that it's doing so well. Yeah, right. And it's so weird, isn't it? Because you think, come on, man, your best friend's Kylie. Yeah. You fucking only need to do a single with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but you right. don't need to do a single with her. You're fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting though. Uh, Love it. But there you go. That's our. Smash hits. Smash hits. Eighty seven. Really good year. And I Transition. remember it with all the badges yeah. on the cover. Remember? That's right. Yeah. Fucking great. Did you get it for Christmas? Nah. No. Uh, no. I did. I would. I think I got some. A friend got it, and they recorded it. You know on how you tape. can like copy the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. You have to like press record. You this is my that? 
transitional year from going to blue lights to nightclubs. Oh, yeah. So I may have just already been in nightclubs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But interesting time of music. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. But if you've got a compilation. Yeah, that's right. If you've got a compilation, a lot of you are loving the compilation Mm. specials. We're happy to do them. Get in touch. Tell us which one. At the end of the day, guys, we just want a conversational point. Yeah. Where we can ramble on about shit. Talk talk about anything other than that topic. Uh, That's good on you. right. And thank you for charting. The Russell Mulcahy episode charted on its own. Oh, great. Brilliant. The 80s montage was in the top 100 for the last three weeks. Fantastic. If you guys download or write a review on iTunes, it sends us it up. It boosts it up, guys. That's right. And we just want people to know that we're out there because there's a lot of 80s shows now. That's it. All you got to do is write a review uh, on on iTunes or Spotify and it'll push it up. Yeah, it's that's right. the best right. thing you can do. Give us five stars. Uh, please, as usual, like, share, rate and review, guys. That's all you've got to do. Become a subscriber. That is very important as On well. Don't just yeah. listen to the one episode. Become yeah. a subscriber. Nothing yeah. to lose, mate. And then you get it downloaded all Yeah, I had a friend of mine, Paul Dwyer, who writes uh, books about Michael Jackson. Oh, great. He's an amazing author. Mm. And the family know him and everything. He went, yeah. oh, my God, how do I not know about your podcast? I've subscribed. Oh, this fantastic. is bullshit. Oh, and I said, great. well, you're going to have to come on. Yeah. Because he's incredible. Become a patron for as little as $1.50 a month. For $10 a month, you get the extra episodes. But, guys, you can also come see us live with Rewind 80s Band. Absolutely. So, rewind80sband.com, you can find all the gigs. Come and see us live. I mean, we're not out of the COVID era yet. You've really got to buy your ticket early. Yeah. Cairns was amazing. Thank you so much for coming to Cairns. Incredible night. Yeah. Incredible venue. Um, I'm, Patreon is patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, look, come down to a gig. Mm. Now, you've all wanted Melbourne gigs. I got on the phone the other day and stapled two of them. So fucking come. Right? Or Auntie Sammy's not going to Are we going to mention where they are yet? Well, Bird's Basement we can mention. Yeah. But I haven't signed the contract for the other one. Yeah. Because if I yell – because the thing is if I tell people where we are, every other cunt will park their ass And we know they fucking listen to the show. Of course they do. Instructional fucking podcast. Losers. But we were talking about it the other day how they can't copy. No. This show. No, that's it. Because who's got the balls? No one can talk shit like us, no, mate. No, exactly. <laughs> Good Fucking on you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening, all of our listeners yeah, around the we world. Love you guys. In the far reaches of the globe, it really sort of impresses us that you uh, enjoy our show and love listening to us. So thank you very much for the support. And if it's music, mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Woohoo. Beep, beep. <laughs>